F-bomb. <laughs> That's that was the first your... thing I heard when I put on my headphones. I apologize for yesterday. If you're offended. What'd you do yesterday? Oh, well, the first thing you heard on our live broadcast before the show is me dropping an F-bomb. Oh. It is my, now my goal to uh, never swear again on or off the air. All right. Uh, we don't know that. Starting right now. Now. Bleep. Shoot. Uh, Joe. Yeah. You are going to have Fratelloni's EcoFun. What happened? And the Schmelz Countryside in oh, Howard Maplewood. Kenneth Allen. Um, you just yeah. have one today. Just see phone. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Rook. Rook. Go broke. Rook's not here. Let's go. Spiral light candle. That moron had memoromania. Well, it was somebody kind wanted of a, an explanation on that. It was memory. kind of a late notice on. No, the text went out at about dinner time. You're still doing football yeah. practice. You never responded. Yeah, because I'm angry at you. I bet he was in bed. You were in bed, weren't you? No, I was up till ten Gross. and then awake at four. Gross. So I got a good six hours. I'm I'm okay. You want to hear about the Jordan Hubman five and six grade? Practice last night, Joe. Real crisp. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. You ready, Brett? Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Rolling. Are we going? Yes. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 929. September 23rd, 2022. 90 degrees was the record high on this day on three occasions. 1891. 1937 and 2017. See, that's the way it works. Got it. Nature's rather cyclical. Uh, and in 1983, we hit a low of 30 on this day. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner. Hi. Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop. John Height in the newsroom. And of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Cross-country motorcycle chase update. Oh, sweet. Uh, From Steve Lundwall of Holiday, Tennessee. His 1942 Harley WLA military bike made it to Winslow, Arizona. Standing on the corner. I wonder if he's standing on the corner. You have to. He did, actually. He sent a photo of himself. Yes, he did. Yeah. And he was hoping a girl in a flatbed Ford would slow down and have a look at him. Well, there's the, <laughs> sil- not what do you call it, not silhouette. The, uh, the, there is a flatbed Ford with the girl in there. The mannequin. That's I, uh, uh, part of their tchotchke sales. I got, <laughs> a, uh, I got a good look at him, and uh, he's going to be waiting a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Steve, Steve, don't take that. Hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. (laughs) Yesterday through through eastern Arizona, we had the hell and the fury of a monsoon tornadic thunderstorm hit me full force while in the petrified forest. No cover and 70-mile-an-hour winds. Rain was so hard you could only see 15 feet ahead, but three of us riding together made it through. The attrition rate in this year's chase is almost 50%. Normally, it's only 25%. The mechanical gymnastics in the parking lots each night is keeping several on the road. Mine is making a lot of noises. 
Don't know if I'll make it to Santa Monica, but I'm sure giving it the old GL effort, I'll send more letter. Steve, writer number 97, Steve Lundwall from Holiday, Holiday, Tennessee. May I ask a question? You may. Why does that, because you've referenced it a number of times in the show, why does that bug you that they're selling the Eagles tchotchke merchandise? I uh, I never implied that it bugged me. Oh, I guess the way that you I wouldn't have it. expected anything less. Okay. But that's that's the only thing that town has going. <laughs> well, that's true. No, yeah. there, there's no doubt about that. Right. I think it's kind of cool. Oh, I do too. I bought a lot of stuff when I was there. It's oh, in did my, you really? Oh, okay. In the Sushi Museum. Were you, okay. Why were you there? Were you, you had an event there or something, right? I had a Triumph event in, uh, what the hell's that town? Flagstaff. Flagstaff. Oh. Yeah. And, uh, oh. and then made... Uh, Auxiliary trips to see that hole in the ground. That's right. Where the meteor hit. Joe's taking a video and he says, they charge you 20 bucks to stare at a hole in the ground. How did I miss that visitor center? <laughs> and then, uh, well, long as we were that close to Winslow, let's go to Winslow and had a wonderful lunch in a very famous old hotel that was part. I've told you all this story yeah. about the girls on the train that worked on the trains and, and they would. They would go downtown in Winslow, Arizona. You can get key rings there. and uh, I got Johnny Hyde a magnet. And I think the Eagles are on a loop that just play 24 hours a day, 365 oh, days a year. Drive me crazy. I got to imagine if you're an employee, a cashier or whatever, you, you probably aren't a fan of the Eagles. You're like the dude. Could be. Yeah. Could be. I'm going to oh, send 10:30, you. 10.30. I'm here in uh, Hotel I'm gonna, California. I'm going to send you into the weekend with a lot of thoughts. Not all of them are pleasant. In fact, none of them are. Good. But it's garage logic. That's what we do here. Fall has hit. It's autumn. It's cool and it's raining today. I don't know what the temperature is supposed to be. Uh, regarding the food fraud, a couple of good points. Brent writes, are we expected to believe that this Amy Bach and her team were the only ones to come up with this scheme? He doesn't look like the brightest bulb on the string. A quarter of a billion dollars in Minnesota is only the tip of the iceberg, I suspect. This may amount to many billions of dollars across the U.S. Hopefully the investigators don't end with Minnesota. Love the show, been listening since the mid-90s, Brent. I think that's a great point. And along those lines, I would like to add from Pat Joe, the Democratic Party runs Minnesota from the libraries to the governor's mansion to the White House. Has anybody run a tally of the millions, maybe billions of dollars, the Democrats have stolen from the Minnesota taxpayers in government fraud over the past five years? Just off the top of my head, we've had the licensing IT fraud, the daycare fraud, the feeding the kids fraud. Wouldn't you like to see the itemized bill printed where the whole state can see the outcome of Democrat fraud? Wouldn't that be wonderful? Mm. And then uh, Kelsey notes, we've all noted this. It's important. Number six on the list of 48 people indicted in the Feeding Our feud, feeding our Future Scammers was Abdi Nur Salah, 34 years old. Why does that name ring a bell? Minneapolis. Former senior policy aide to Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry. Acquired the nonprofit Stigma Free International from its previous owner, listed the indictment as Individual A. So, yes. Uh, wow. We're only mm-hmm. seven of 48. Well, you know what? Fry is a completely incompetent little guy, but 
Do you think he was involved in the food fraud? No. He, I, I he, don't. He had the likes of he had the likes of Abdi Nur Salah working for him because he's he buys into the inclusivity BS. Diversity. Yeah, he had nothing. I don't think the little guy had anything to do with no, the food fraud. No, no. Only seven of the 48 meal fraud suspects are jailed. McFira Hussein was arrested after allegedly booking a one-way flight to Ethiopia. Three other suspects are already out of the United States. Of the 48 people charged uh, in the Feeding Our Future fraud scheme, only seven are behind bars, and that's at the Sherburne County Jail. Among them include Abdiaziz Farah and Mohammed Ismail, who were previously charged with passport fraud trying to leave the country. Those in custody include, uh, I just mentioned, Mekfira Hussein, who had booked a one-way flight to Ethiopia that was scheduled to leave Tuesday night. He didn't make it. Good. Hussein's charges say, oh, it's a she, I'm sorry. Hussein's charges say she stole $6.8 million in Oof. federal meal program money and spent little, if any, on meals for kids. Hussein enrolled her nonprofit called Shamsia Hopes as a federal child nutrition program site under the sponsorship of Feeding Our Future in October 2020. If may I, if I may uh, surmise what that was is she figured out a way to get a taste. How do I get in on this? Mm -hmm. Well, didn't she, we didn't we reveal was it are yesterday? we echoing? Well, just a touch. Just a touch. I'm getting emails to that event. That's great. Are you? Yes. Uh huh. She claimed to be serving 5,000 kids per day, seven days a week, from a location on Brookdale Drive in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. In July 2021, the Minnesota Department of Education contacted Feeding Our Future director Amy Bach and said that, and said their site visits revealed no signage and that no one at the site seemed to know what they were talking about. Well, they weren't even trying. <laughs> they weren't Jeez. even trying, Kenny. Right. They wow. weren't even trying. Wow. They didn't even buy. I can get you a sign. Mm -hmm. You fast. want a food sign? You'll I can get, get you a sign. All right. What was the name of her company? I heard Sham and Hoax in the Sham Sia, S H A M S I A, Sham Sia Hoax. I'm sure oh, Sam, I'm sure Sam Sham Sia must be some. Somali word that means Kenny, what butterfly it, wishes. Would something. it have even surprised you if they had gone with sham, sham hoax? Sham hoax. Because <laughs> again, they weren't even trying. And they still almost got away with it. You ready, boys? The criminal complaint alleges Hussein bought a $93,000 Porsche and several other vehicles. Oh. In addition, she's accused of spreading money to many other accounts. One of those accounts belonged to a purported food vendor, Oromia Feeds, which was registered to Hussein's husband. So the husband wanted in on the deal, too. Oh, sure. See. Yeah. It's a family business, Jim. Right. The complaint reveals Hussein paid more than 80 grand in kickbacks to Feeding Our Future. To Feeding Our Future employee Abdi Kerm Idley, who was named defendant in the indictments, but according to the U.S. Attorney's Office, is no longer in the United States. So he got out. Idley is among three defendants who either successfully fled or left the country before the bleep hit the fan. On Thursday, some of the jailed suspects will begin detention hearings at the federal courthouse in Minneapolis to, 
to determine if they will stay in jail until trial. I think these points about there being larger schemes throughout the world are very valid. And uh, we just learned yesterday in this preposterous idea of tree equity that uh, $1.9 billion is going to be set aside by the federal government to disperse, to address the horrible, horrible trauma of tree inequity well you can't unsee it once you see it you can't unsee it give me that number again i don't think i heard you correctly well kenny get your pencil hold on let me get the bleep out of my ears and get a little post-it note okay. 1.9 billion wow that's Just, a lot of trees and, and and that has wow. fraud written all over it what why would we not say that why would we not expect that that has fraud written all over. I just now assume that every type of government program like these all have fraud all over them. Yeah. I just and, do. And speaking of tree inequity, Scott Woolery has a great point. Hail the flashlight king. Hail, Hail you. I didn't detect anything genuine in that. We were just trying to tie. I didn't detect it's, anything it's, it's sincere. Friday. It's Friday. Oh, so right. Has the Met Council flown their drones over Plymouth, Maple Grove, St. Michael, or any other growing suburb? There are no large trees in vast stretches of these areas. Does that mean the owners of those five hundred dollars to $750,000 homes are being discriminated against because they don't have access to shade? That's a great point. Which is, it makes as much nonsense as the tree inequity. And all the new developments, because all those are baby trees, so they, they don't get the shade either. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I, I think there's reparations in the future for these folks. <laughs> God, don't even give them that idea. Well, that's the mayor of St. Paul has already advocated that for the uh, residents and descendants of the Rondo area. They should have some tree equity reparations and what have you. Um, before you decide to move on from feeding our future, you know, Governor Walls had some thoughts on this yesterday. Yeah, I, boy, I, I just, I just grow increasingly unimpressed with that guy. I really do. You're just getting up. No, that, no, that kind of disappoints a... me about you, Joe. Yeah, I've been seriously yeah. disappointed with him since his first day. I know. I guess as I lead a different kind of life, I try to be a more charitable, sure fellow. Hold on. Sure. <laughs> positive thoughts bring <laughs> positive results you're just trying to be positive that's i understand i was I understand. speechless unbelievable that this ruling would come down did not really know what to say obviously we had to honor it but it was at that point in time i said we have got to continue to push the federal government and the fbi to do the investigation walls that audio courtesy I, of I, fox 9 i doubt if he made a call to the fbi personally oh yeah you're right i forgot <clears throat> i was gonna follow that with uh we don't know that there's zero chance he didn't know about this zero chance sorry look i hate to use the word look and i apologize uh the pandemic funding that came to the state uh there's been no record keeping none nope the when you are governed by only one party, essentially, because the fellow who emailed was correct, they, the Dems in this state, they control everything from the libraries to the governor's office. And when you control everything, where's the countervailing voice? It's the same on the St. Paul City Council. Uh, I continue to cling to hope that Jane Prince 
is a voice of reason, but she never acts on her better impulses. She knows that Melvin Carter got in over his head, but she didn't do anything about it. She knows that a 15.3, and I, I'm saying this with some respect, I like Jane Prince. She knows that a 15.3% increase in the tax levy is unreasonable, but she's not going to do anything about it. She doesn't act on her better impulses, and yet she remains is, the sanest of the Mysterians on the city council. Is it because she knows how outnumbered she is? Oh, I don't know. I think she has a degree of timidity that's at work. She's a... Uh, I, I don't know. I could be speaking completely out of turn, but I, it's my feeling that she doesn't act on her better impulses. Well, we saw, the, speaking of the COVID spending, when we were handing out checks left and right, we said that very thing. Who's keeping track of all of this? Mm -hmm. A lot of these small businesses, and I get it, they were a lot of them were struggling and needed that COVID relief money. But there were a lot of them that the check got cashed and it didn't benefit employees or anything else. It just... The check was cashed and business was closed. Yeah. When I say the Democrats run everything from the libraries to the governor's office, I'm not just whistling Dixie. <laughs> I'm not whistling no, Dixie. No, you're not. Okay, Barney Fife. We have a drag story coming out. Uh, coming out. Drag yeah. story hour. I saw that one. At the, uh, where is it? At the library. It's at a library. <laughs> Saturday, October 1st. That's a week from tomorrow. 10.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. At the library on Rice Street at St. Paul Public Library. We imagine, meaning the librarians who are Mysterians and always have been the foot soldiers of the mystery. Unlike in my day when the librarian had the gray bun in her hair and told you to shut the hell up if we're making noise. <laughs> uh, at the St. Paul Public Library, we imagine a St. Paul where all people feel seen, safe, and welcome. Join us for Drag Story Hour, an event that blends, blends traditional library story time with drag performance. Drag Story Hour is an interactive, joyful program for children and their caring adults that celebrates expansive gender expression huh? with stories, music, dance, laughter, and art. In addition to story time, there will be an opportunity for families to take photos with performers and do hands-on arts and crafts. I'll be careful of that hands-on part. Yeah. Drag Story Hour performances are created with empowering themes of resilience, kindness, and self-love. Face masks are welcome, but not required in library buildings. Suitable for, ready? Yep. Family, school age, preschool. I'm sorry, you accidentally said preschool. Not accidentally. 
the uh, budget proposal calls for a 15.3% increase. And it, it pays for things like this. Right. I don't want to pay for this. I disapprove of this. I disagree with it. I think you librarians are full of the S word. Dramatically so. Significantly so. I resent harming children under the guise of you believe this is not harmful, it's helpful. You're full of S. I'm tempted to go. No. 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 No, I'm tempted to go to get a reading on who's buying into this. What? Well, don't you know the answer to that? What intelligent mother or father would bring a preschool kid to this and watch some clown dance around in his goofy outfit? If you want to have a drag event at a bar and you're all 21, go ahead, live it up. I don't care. That's not my business. It sure as hell is my business when you're poisoning children. And there's no need for this. And I don't get the utter obsession with kids and these events. That's I, what we've it, been trying to wrestle with. It's, it's going on, not just here, but it's going on all over the country. And I don't get it. I don't get what right-minded parent would think that this is in some way beneficial to their child's development. I don't want to talk about this fruitcake because obviously he's after publicity. But have you seen this fruitcake in Canada that's wearing the fake breasts? No. That come down to almost his knees. No. Look it up. Uh, and Canada has ruled that we must respect this. It's it's an outlandish getup that this trans person has. And I I couldn't interest myself enough to read it to completion. So I don't exactly know what point he's making he or she or it or whatever the hell it is. But not only must this person be accepted, but what you're apparently supposed to accept is the buffoonish cartoon bosom this guy's got stuffed into his sweater. Have wow. you guys seen it? No, I haven't. Well, you, you need to see it. You're, you need to see Because you know what? Once you see it, you can't unsee you can't it. Unsee it. Uh, Canadian teacher, large breasts. Oh, Google, Canadian teacher. Google that. Google Canadian teacher, large, fake. <laughs> Gladly. Breasts. Yeah. No, you won't be glad. <laughs> no, I meant. It's grotesque. And I don't understand why. Whoa. Well, where is someone to take this fool aside and say, get the hell out of my my building? What 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 kind of fool are you? Have you see, are you seeing it? I, I am. Isn't it preposterous? I'm trying to look for a name. It's um, just ridiculous. The Halton District School Board confirmed that the person getting significant attention online was an Oakville High School teacher. It refused to identify the educator while warning that the wrong person had been named in online reports. Well, we haven't named any names. But this teacher is being put up with. With this. Huh preposterous outfit what 
age is this teacher? I don't know. Can you, uh, as long as you've looked it up, can you tell me what it is we're defending? Is there is there some indication that, um, what are we defending? This idiot's right to be this. To be transgender. To be yes. this stupid? Apparently, um, uh, she's a high school, sorry, this person. It's an it. This person is a high school teacher who teaches shop. Right, and the picture I saw was she's, this person with a skill saw. saw. Yeah, right, right. Um, so it's a he that's becoming a woman. All the kids really love being in the class, the board chair said, while conceding there had to be some disconnect because pupils recorded the teacher in class. Uh, most of the kids definitely don't think that this is normal. This person to- has fake breasts that are clownish. They're... <laughs> they're well, this person looks like a cartoon. Right. It doesn't even look and, real and, life. And so what is the point of this? Well, why is she being he, it, whatever this person is? Why is that being put up with? Where the, is the decorum to say, get the hell out of here? The Halton District School Board Chair, Margot Shuttleworth, mm. confirmed that there have been numerous protests and angry complaints regarding the staffing of this particular teacher. Okay, and is there any response from why the school board is not taking some sort of disciplinary action? The board was creating a safety plan for the teacher to make sure she is protected and can continue leading classes amid the protests, the board chair said. Protecting gender rights is the stance the school board is taking, and they are standing behind the teacher, Shuttleworth told the local newspaper. Hmm. I'm reading a piece from a place called CBC Docs POV. Uh, headline, is it okay for your kids to watch or take part in drag performances? And this... This piece pretty much says uh, we're old fuddy-duddies, guys. We're we're completely wrong well, about I don't, everything. Then I doubt the source. I question the source. It's a some sort of Canadian news. Well, they're more screwed up than we are. So here's what I want to know. There was a uh, an online uh, thing that went viral in which a a young high school student was basically calling out members of her um, administration saying, I can't wear a tank top when it's 90 degrees outside the school because it somewhat violates some sort of dress code. Mm-hmm. Yet a school is going to stand behind this instead. I mean, it's the it's the double standard that I just simply don't get. Mm-hmm. Because you fit a certain narrative, because you play for a certain team, because you're playing by a certain set of rules, you get away with things, but unless you... Unless you comply, you're you're not going to be held to the same standard. Here's the smaller headline in this piece, Joe. It's important for parents to have healthy conversations about gender expression with their children. No, it isn't. Calgary-based psychologist. Uh, as drag performances and culture becomes more mainstream, it's gaining wider and younger audiences. Some kids have been inspired to craft their own drag personas or take their place on stage. In the CBC Docs POV documentary, Drag Kids, we meet four kids aged 9 to 11 who live in different parts of the world but meet in Montreal to connect and perform together. And the whole piece is... um, Well, it's it's, written by advocates. Right. It's a pro-drag piece. Right, right. It's written Um, by advocates. I'm trying to remember what I was doing aged 9 to 11. And uh, mostly it was watching cartoons. Playing with cap guns. Putting riding, cards on your bicycle wheels. Riding a mini bike. Building a chug. 
trying to learn how to water ski. Right. Yeah. It, do, doing wrestling with the dog, doing kids stuff. It didn't involve anything sexual at all. No. And my big worry about this is awaken uh, a sectional, uh, a sexual awakening at too young of an age. Well, no kidding. Why do you think I'm opposed? This is ridiculous. But we're, we're not making, we, we haven't made that clear. Uh, yeah. Well, and that, good, good. And Make that's, it clear. That's kind of where I stand. I'm worried about waking these kids' sexuality up at at way too early of an age. Let them be kids for a while, huh? EcoFun Motorsports, two locations, the brand-new store in Forest Lake, right on 97, just immediately west of Interstate 35, and then the new store in Burnsville on the service road off 35W. They're now a full-line Piaggio USA dealer. That means Vespa, Moto Guzzi and high-end Aprilia motorcycles, in addition to all those great gas scooters that turn every urban errand into an adventure, your electric bicycle headquarters, of course, and youth recreational equipment and great little uh, great little ATVs. I, I'm going to have one. I, I'm going to present one to children next spring. Oh. I think I got to get one because they're really cool. And I'm getting one with the remote button because I don't want the kid to drive it into the lake. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, great service, great people, great apparel, great helmets. And uh, Kaylin Bloom, Tim's daughter, Tim Bloom runs this operation expertly. Uh, Kaylin is the expert on electric bikes. So you'll get the right fit, the right size tires, the right equipment, the right handlebars, the saddle, the whole deal. So you'll have really enjoyable riding on your electric bike as you go zooming by all these saps trying to pedal some 15-year-old Schwinn. So uh, keep in mind, EcoFun Motorsports, also with a great website, EcoFunMotorsports.com. EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and in Burnsville. And Mick says to me, you have to go to work. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, you're doing this at 11 today. I'm like, I completely. Were you like that? I, I actually was that way. Yeah. Well, uh, kind of. Have you been drinking? No. I well, smell alcohol. No, I got hairspray. Maybe that's it. Were you drinking hairspray? <laughs> Listerine. <laughs> um, I mean. Interview. Yesterday. Well, are you going to be the president now? Uh, was fantastic. And I can still do garage logic. Wow. I can split. Did they offer you the job? Uh, no, not yet. Oh. I'll find out like the first. What's the job? The job is customer. What's the title? Customer service manager. And that means what? You're in an office somewhere? Uh, yes. It's a. It's not quite an executive, um, but it's the one step lower than that. Well, you can only move up from that. Yeah. it's um, The interview is really good. Uh, when I told him I wanted to split, he said, that's fine. And I had to follow that up with, some country is still number one because you're paying my benefits. but. He understands the garage logic thing, so it's good. I, I wouldn't let garage logic interfere with something as important as a job that could even lead to higher things there. Uh, agreed. And if it came to that point, uh, then you got to put food on your family. 
Yeah, but it's it's a I can go in the morning and then I can go in the afternoon. Well, is it Monday through Friday? Uh, twenty four seven. You're on call, right? You don't oh. really have a schedule. A fucking plane just hit the door here. We got to fix it, right? Or if there's a cancellation, then I got to do shit. What about uh, would that provide you to be able to work from home with certain stuff? No, it's on. It's, it's all hands, on. It's okay. all here. Gotcha. Hey, let's go. Kenny got something. No, Reavers does. I'm going to do 30 bales here, boys. Let's give Todd some love. All right, let's go. Um, and rookie, I, I need you because Todd sent me a text uh, to remind you about something. Well, then where's he going? Probably grab lunch. I do smell alcohol for some reason. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I've been dry for two weeks. I've been dry for damn near four months. Is it me? I just had a Reese's Pieces. <laughs> it could be you. <gasps> you guys just brought home, for the boys, of course, Chips Ahoy makes a Reese's Pieces Ooh. cookie. Ooh, I, I like Chips Ahoy. damn near wolfed down the entire oh. container of them last night. Ooh. <laughs> Rookie, what are you doing? Well, hurry up. We're doing an ad and you're fucking it up. First one, 3330. At a boy, Joe. First violator. All right, here we go. Excuse me. <laughs> You've been excused. Oh, I can't get along with this thing here. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Souchere. So, since we're doing the show a bit early today and we all missed lunch. I want to talk about 30 Bales Restaurant. I wish I was there right now. Downtown. Mm. I'm not kidding you right now. I'm, I'm stopping on my way home to grab some takeout today. Uh, I got a text from Todd. Uh, dinner specials are the same this week as last. Remind Rookie that we don't have a patty melt or a Reuben yet. Yet. Mm. Ever-evolving menu with that scratch kitchen there in Hopkins, Minnesota. Also, he did want us to know that we have had... Solid response from the jailer so far. So thank What's you. Scratch jailers. kitchen mean? It means everything's handmade, right from, baby. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing. You know what I mean? It's the good stuff. Joe. There's no truck showing up with frozen patties. Correct. Right. All right. So guess what I had the last time, and I forgot to mention this. I don't know the bowl du Nord. Pay attention. That's the bowl of the north. Fried walleye fillet. Oh, homemade roasted mushroom cream sauce that's what i'm talking about shaved garlic spinach oh white and wild rice mix hay roasted mushrooms garnished with parmesan parsley and lemon zest i want that it's outstanding Mm. it's so good i want that and i'm not the world's biggest i know you're not a big fish guy i am and i i am when it's done right and i'm a mushroom guy but uh, mm-hmm. check out their entire menu online right now at 30bales.com. You can also place your online order just by clicking on their website. Uh, lunch menu begins at 11 o'clock Tuesday through Friday. We could be eating right now. Mm-hmm. We really could. Uh, I should have stopped and got some on my way in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy hour, by the way, 3 to 5, 30 p.m. And the brunch menu is Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., uh, really, really great people and a great restaurant. They have handcrafted cocktails, everything that you're going to need. If you've got family in town, this is an absolutely perfect spot to bring them. They're going to be, everyone's going to be happy, whether you have a food snob in your life or if you have a very picky eater, which I'm married to, everyone will go away happy going to 30 Bales. Please step in, say hi to Todd and the crew, and let them know that you heard about them right here on the Garage Logic Podcast. I could have done what you just did in 15 seconds. 
What? Why? Dirty Bales has been sponsoring Kenny's traffic on my talk. Oh, really? So every morning I read, experience everything Midwestern cuisine has to offer at 30 <laughs> Bales in downtown Hopkins. 30 Bales is endlessly in love with the Midwest and its connection to seasonal ingredients. Why are they getting two ads? Grown close <laughs> right. to home. Well, this Visit 30bales.com to check out their menus and online ordering. Let's stick with gender. The That's United States... The United States Air Force Academy in Colorado is encouraging cadets to apply for a fellowship program for gender minorities that specifies men need not apply. Wait, what? Cisgender men. Wait, 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 wait. That's illegal. That's against the law. The Academy sent an email September 14 informing cadets that 2023 applicants for the Brooke Owens Fellowship for Undergraduate Women and Gender Minorities Interested in Aerospace is due October 10. The application on the fellowship's website says if you are a cisgender man, man, this program isn't for you. What's cisgender mean? Um, you're a guy, and you know you're you were born a guy, and you know, and you've stayed hmm, a guy. guy you stayed guy. Still okay. a guy. If you are a cisgender woman, that's okay, I guess. A transgender woman, non-binary, a gender, bigender, two-spirit, demigender, Mm-mm. gender fluid, gender queer, or another form of gender minority, this program is for you, the mm. application states. If you are a cisgender man, this program isn't for you, but we encourage you to check out our spinoff program, the Patty Grace Smith Fellowship and the Matthew Iskowitz Fellowship Program. Mm-hmm. The Air Force email said the Brooke Owens Fellowship is a nine-week paid internship at a leading aerospace company in that any undergraduate who is a woman or gender minority is welcome to apply. Another nine-week internship mentioned in the email, the Patty Grace Smith Fellowship, is only available to black cadets pursuing aerospace careers. So that's misleading then. If you are a white cisgender man, you can't even apply for that one. You have to be a black guy. All right. Many stipulations. Fox News Digital obtained the email from a concerned cadet who requested anonymity in order to avoid retaliatory measures and professional repercussions. The cadet alleged the U.S. Air Force is hyper-focused on diversity and inclusion instead of the military threats the country faces. It's a little worrying that we have more briefs about diversity and inclusion than briefs about foreign adversaries, emerging technologies, or current events across the world, the cadet said. Fox News Digital reported that diversity and inclusive training by the Air Force instructs cadets to use words that include all genders and to refrain from saying things like mom and dad. But we're well, we're damn you, near over, people. What do you call It's them? damn near over. Well, what do you wait call a minute. It sounds to me like they're windmilling themselves, and they don't even know it, Joe. How so? Well, they're talking about being inclusive, yet they're they're well, banning. Of course, of course, they're banning men. They're males. inclusive, except if they don't agree with you. Unless you're right. A, <laughs> right. A, yeah, a, a guy. A slide presentation by the Air Force Academy in Colorado called diversity and inclusion, what it is and why we care and what we can do uh, shows uh, what can I do now? And it's a, a record of inclusive language 
what do people call themselves? When in doubt, ask. Oh, oh whatever. Uh, the slide presentation uh, advises cadets to use person-centered and gender-neutral language when describing individuals. Let me stop right there. Uh, what was the movie you've seen 15 times this summer? Maverick. Yeah, Top Gun Maverick. Why do you think that was successful? Because it's, it's the glimmer, antithesis of this. It's the glimmer of hope that we still have a shred of the America as we all love. It, it's the antithesis of this. Correct. Yes. No, I'm going to go watch it again. Thanks. For I briefly me. brought up EEOC. I looked it up. Federal statutes and regulations applicable, applicable to civilian equal opportunity employment programs do not apply to the military. Oh, interesting. That's why they can be as discriminatory as they want. While telling us that they're not being discriminatory. Mm -hmm. Some families are headed by single parents, grandparents, foster parents, two moms, two dads, etc. Consider parent or caregiver instead of mom and dad. Use words that include genders, folks or y'all, instead of guys, partner versus boyfriend or girlfriend. Y'all? Uh, not colorblind or I don't see color, but color conscious, it adds. We see color patterns and value people for their uniqueness. This is uh, devastatingly insidious. It's just yeah. devastatingly insidious. Uh, a, uh, oh, who's this person? Somebody named Walls, but not our guy. A Green Beret and Afghan war veteran pointed out during an interview with Fox News Digital that it's been a tradition in the military to get letters from mom and dad or your boyfriend and girlfriend for as long as there's been a military. Now we're instructing every cadet entering the Air Force to not say mom and dad, to not say boyfriend or girlfriend. And this kind of drives uh, this kind of drive towards gender neutrality. He said, I think the Air Force should be worried about the micro about the macro aggressions against America that are happening all over the world. The U.S. Air Force Academy offers a cadet wing diversity and inclusion program where graduates are given a purple rope to wear across their left shoulder, symbolizing their position as a diversity representative so that they can advise students on diversity. That's mm -hmm. Representative Matthew Waltz, a Republican from Florida, was saying that. You know what's happening? Well, we're not done with this. Uh, an Air Force Academy spokesperson said in a statement that diversity and inclusive training is to help prepare cadets for warfighting effectiveness. How could that possibly mm -hmm. be true? As part of the diversity and inclusion cadet leadership program, this conversation was developed by cadet leaders and Air Force staff to introduce all cadets to the Department of the Air Force definitions of diversity and inclusion, as well as how these concepts enhance our warfighting effectiveness. U.S. Air Force develops leaders of character that can lead diverse teams of airmen and guardians. You're calling them airmen? Airmen and guardians inclusively to enhance innovation to and win future conflict. It is the diversity of airmen and guardians coming from all corners of our nation who perform the Department of the Air Force's hundreds of critical mission sets that make us the best, most innovative air and space forces the world has ever known. B as in B, S as in S, and I'll tell you why in a moment. I'm not suggesting that someone who is a 
whatever one of those genders is can't fly a plane and do so excellently. Right. I, I'm not suggesting that, but I'll tell you what I'm, I'm headed towards here in a moment. I'm having a deep thought. Uh, in a second statement Thursday afternoon, the Air Force clarified that it does not prohibit the use of mom or dad or other gender-specific terms. The Air Force Academy does not prohibit the use of mom and dad or other gender-specific terms. Superintendent Lieutenant General Rich Clark said, the recent briefing on diversity and inclusion is being taken out of context and misrepresented. Bleep you. No, it isn't. First and foremost, the briefing centered on respect for others in the warfighting imperative of leveraging diverse perspectives in uh, to solve our nation's most difficult national security problems. I don't believe this guy. Uh, the uh, Academy did not respond to inquiries. Okay, here's, here's my uh, thought on this. Uh, you might argue in the Air Force that uh, you're on the right track here and that you need to be inclusive of all forms of human beings. But what, what's going to end up happening is that someone will be a top-notch graduate of the Air Force Academy mm -hmm. merely for being the best at being full of crap. <laughs> Aren't we? You're already. They're already too late for you. <laughs> they're already saying that you could be a diversity uh, uh, advocate by wearing the purple robe or rope over your shoulder. Mm -hmm. And what we'll end up seeing is that in graduation classes, you will have graduates acknowledge for how they've mastered their inclusiveness. Mm -hmm. And so really what, what this is, and the ones that don't yes. have it will be shamed. Right. And what, so really what you have here is various government agencies attempting to not fall out of disfavor with other government agencies. And it's, it's a storm that's taking, it's, it's a windstorm that's blowing through now the uh, service academies, not to mention the failed academies, I, the service academies are rushing to become failed academies. It, and and I see it as as a as an example that, and now uh, lieutenant or what do you call a cadet? You know, cadet uh, Sally uh, Smith, please step forward. You have won our Dermagender Award, and you graduate with a degree in German demagendering. Here's your pen. And you can't fly a plane. You don't know front end from the back end, but you're a hell of a demi-gender cadet. And you've really expressed gender fluid opinions. And we think that's fantastic. In the meantime, the plane's rusty. Right, right. We're already running out of helicopter mechanics. Did you read that? We're running out of helicopter mechanics. Hmm. You think one of these demi-gender fruitcakes is going to become a helicopter mechanic? Could. They could. <laughs> they could. Wouldn't mm -hmm. they be the best? I just see this as the service academies rushing to include themselves in the failed academy. Mm. This is pathetic. Below average mechanical error. Right. Yes. <laughs> this is like you trying to become a <laughs> helicopter pilot. Hold on, boys. I'll fix it. Let's go for a ride. <laughs> Let's go for a ride. I can't believe they still say airmen. Yeah, airmen and guardians. Doesn't work. Doesn't Listen matter. to all these new ones I never knew. If you are a cisgender woman, so it's okay to be a woman and apply for this grant. Mm -hmm. I've heard of cisgender. I've heard of transgender. I've heard of non-binary. I've not heard of agender, A-G-E-N-D-E-R, a gender. I don't know what that is. Look it up. Agender. 
I've never heard of bigender. I've heard of two-spirit. I think that has something to do with Native Americanism. I've never heard of demigender. I've heard of gender fluid. I've heard of gender queer. Uh, and then they say, or another form of gender minority. How, how many are there? Denoting or relating to a person who does not identify themselves as having a particular gender. What? A gender? Mm-hmm. Do it again, Ruck, Ruck again. Denoting or relating to a person who does not identify themselves as having a particular gender. Where are you getting that? Uh, dictionary.com. Okay. The reason I ask where you're getting it is that's so new. How did the dictionary get it already? <laughs> What's demigender? D-E-M-I-G-E-N-D-R. Demigender. What is demigender? So if you take your pants off and you look at what's going on there between in your swimsuit. And you area, see old Uncle Wally down there. What, what are you going to do? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, what you see, yeah. You see John Thomas and you go, I'm a, I'm a girl. John Thomas down there. Oh my God. Demigender umbrella I, I term. Mean, wait, Kenny, I want to hear this. An umbrella term for non-binary gender identities that have a particular connection to a certain gender. This includes the partly female identity demigirl and the partly male identity demi boy. I didn't understand any of that. I don't get it either. God, why have you abandoned us? Well, speaking of that, Joe, has everything we've set up to this point, it's just. Don't you get the feeling it's futile? It's just we're just wasting our time. We're urinating into a hundred mile an hour hurricane wind. You know what I mean? Of course I know what you mean, and you're absolutely right. Hmm. We're a hundred years behind pushback. And this, for those this, of you this needed to be gotten out in front of 50 years ago. Let's clear something up for the five millionth time for those of uh, those fresh listeners that are tuning in to hate listen mm-hmm. to the Garage Logic podcast. Uh, Sushere calls everybody fruitcakes. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with your sexual identity. No. Uh, I'm a fruitcake. I work cake. with fruitcakes. Matt, so his, his <laughs> grandkids are fruitcake. Yep. His gra- his, Come here, you little fruitcake. His cake. mom and dad were his sisters and brothers. Everybody. It's Joe's way of saying weirdo. So you can calm down. <sighs> yeah. I want to believe that someone is flying to the moon because of their skills. I don't want to believe someone is flying to the moon because we need to send a bigender person to the moon. Right. Now, if a bigender person happens to have the best skills in the group, then go, go by ahead. All means. But I don't buy any of this BS. I don't to buy the moon any of with it. you. Yeah. Didn't Jackie Gleason say that about Alice? Yeah, the moon, Alice. One, One of, of these, these days. days. <laughs> Boy, he'd be canceled now. Right. Oh, my Who goodness. wouldn't be? Yeah. Who wouldn't be? And I'm glad our millions of listeners, and I'm not exaggerating. Our garage logicians are we'd be canceled. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. But how sad of a statement is that in itself? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I, I won't allow myself to be canceled. Try and cancel me. Go bleep yourself. They did. They tried it a couple of years ago. Well, that was a different thing. Right. That's... <laughs> and now we're uh, right. Here we are. Here we are. Every day. Every day. I really got to get rid of this 30 fails menu. I'm very distracted. Missed lunch today. <clears throat> you looking for an SUV? Mm-hmm. Go to Schmel's Countryside, Maplewood. What do you got? You know, SUVs are the hottest. Sell- that's the that's the segment of the market that's the most popular seller. No doubt is SUVs, and Volkswagen does it right with the the Taos and the Tiguan and the all new Atlas. I'm very intrigued by the Atlas. It's a family size. It's seven passenger. I always think I don't need anything big. But it yeah, ends like up small I'm, cars. I'm hauling people around anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, fruitcakes. Right. I'm hauling fruitcakes around. <laughs> so the seven-passenger Atlas, plus I need a towing uh, capability. The Atlas has a 5,000-pound towing capability. These Volkswagens are at Schmel's Countryside in Maplewood, right on uh, 36 and 61. Multi-generational dealership. This is their store. And until I'm corrected, they were the first Volkswagen dealership in Minnesota, if not the entire upper Midwest. Hmm. I've known them. I've went to school with them. I trained with them. I've I've purchased there and will continue to. Uh, They have the ID4 SUV. It's an all-electric Volkswagen SUV. That was named the 2021 World Car of the Year, if you're a candidate for electric vehicle. Great service, great people, and great inventory that you can research for yourself at SchmelzVW.com. Today would be a good day. It's not a good day for anything else except maybe buying a Volkswagen. Go kick some tires. Kick some tires. It's raining. Run the numbers. I don't know what the temperature is supposed to be, but I bet those Volkswagens have, uh, they give you the outside temperature on the dashboard. Yeah. They probably have that among the controls. Mm Mm-hmm. It's Schmel's Countryside. I can't recommend them highly enough. Schmel's Countryside in Maplewood at the corner of Highway 61 and Highway 36. Rook, what do you got? Can you give me a spiral light candle? Uh, let me grab my pen. And I told Patrick Noon, do you want to do him here? Sure. Okay. Bum, 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 bum. Can't you see they fired that St. Louis guy? That radio guy that went nuts on his co co-host? I don't know this story. Oh, I thought was it maybe it was John John Height and I were talking about this then. I thought it was a TV. I thought it was a TV. He is a TV guy. I thought it was a TV guy. But he also had a had a morning radio show and he just went nuts. I absolutely freaking can't stand guys like him. You're berating your calls because they were having banter. I just, I hate guys like that so much. Oh, you work with one. What are you talking <laughs> Come about? Come on. <laughs> Kenny, you're smoking more than ever. I know. I know, Joe. One thing at a time, swearing first, yeah. smoking next. Boy, week. I blew it today. Yeah, no swearing for Kenny today. Shoot. And, oh, I uh, said the F word. I didn't oh. mean to. Well, I guess I meant to. Yeah, I you, said you it. Kind of did you know, mean. one day, a couple of weeks ago, I went without any smokes or any coffee. 
and I didn't miss it at all. Wow. And I have no idea why I started the next day. That was 24 hours I had under my belt. Was it a weekday or was it a weekend? I'd rather do without a smoke than a coffee. I couldn't I think do it. It was a weekend and uh, the roommate wasn't home. Because I really make good coffee. And I just hung out. I needed a day and I just hung out and watched like I don't know, racing or something all day. What makes good coffee? Cold water. Thank you. Yeah. I, I'm, I still don't buy that. You well, right, then you're wrong. I'm not going to argue. Pure with you. water, good water makes. Saint Paul has excellent water. I'll give him that. How soon before no. that's? Hopperman has excellent. water. Yes, they do. You ready, Ruck? Yep. Okay, I am rolling. Perfect time. Perfect time to get your hands on a candle that is not boring. That's spiralightcandles.com. Check out spiralightcandles.com. Look at all the different. Sense, look at all the different colors. And this is a candle that burns in a circular motion. It's a fantastic candle that you are going to be very happy when you, I don't know, a Christmas gift, maybe a Halloween gift, whatever the case may be. Check out spiralightcandles.com. You saw them at the State Fair at the Grandstand, and they are fantastic. They are a Garage Logic family, started in the garage. And all you have to do is go to their website, Garage Logic, excuse me, uh, spiralightcandles.com, and tell them you heard it on Garage Logic. They have that cylinder index candle that smells like the garage. That is fantastic. Mini donut candle. Yes, they have that as well. Check them all out online at spirallightcandles.com. Stop burning boring candles. That's really stupid. Burn the candle that will make you happy. Spirallightcandles.com. Thank you. I'm on my own at home because uh, the boss is in Chicago. Oh, yeah. And... uh, I took chili out of the freezer yesterday to unthought. Homemade chili. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, left for she, you? She, some had been saved for me oh. for precisely this event. Okay. And it's, I mean, it's top. This ain't Hormel chili. She right? makes good chili. This is chili with steak in it, yep. the whole deal. It's just fantastic. And boy, I was settling. I was just, I had that sucker in the microwave. Oh, you microwaved it? Well, you put I, that in the crock pot, baby. I put it in a nice bowl. Put it in the microwave, and I'm really looking forward to this. I had some special cheese and some and some crackers, and, yeah. and I'm thinking this is going to be. I know what I know what happened. Okay, what happened? It fell out of your hands and landed on the floor and dumped out everywhere. God, he's exactly wow. right. That, that is coming. the most disappointing, heartbreaking oh. thing. It I, I can't tell you how. Oh, your story gives me pain, Such. Oh, Kenny. Oh, it was was worse than that. I because I I usually do things a minute, but I want a minute 25. And I had to use an oven mitt to get it out of the microwave because the bowl got too hot. And the oven mitt did not have a correct purchase on the bowl. It slipped out of my hand. The bowl went into a thousand pieces and the chili went everywhere. Everywhere. I had to go to 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 Fratelloni's, true story, uh, to get a new mop. Because my mop in the garage, I did I did not want to bring in the house because it's too cruddy. Right. So I had to get a new mop, and I bet I worked 45 minutes on it, and I got it all cleaned up. But I missed such a meal. Were you like me where you just scooped it off the floor and ate it anyway? I was tempted to. I was very tempted to. Uh, so I had to clean it all up, and, and I just thought, oh, 
boy. I did all that. I got is that chili. I did that I with a plate of spaghetti. Oh, it was the same thing. Oh, and it wasn't the ragu. Oh, it was Jesus. the homemade tomatoes oh, yeah. from our garden. The whole, oh, Jesus. Oh, my word. Oh, oh. Hey, Ken. It's, it's still heartbreaking. Hurts. It's, it's heartbreaking. Hurts. Will you do me so you know what I do in that situation? Because that's how I fix soup. Just lick it off the floor? No, yeah. it's a big bowl with a handle on it. But it, after three and a half minutes, that bowl's piping hot. You can't touch it. I grab a saucer and open the microwave door, lift it up a little bit, shove the saucer under oh, it. And then brilliant. not a bad idea. That's only after learning my lesson. Brilliant. Well, I've learned my lesson. I doubt that chili will ever be left for me again. <laughs> so what did you... Did you eat like a spam jelly sandwich then, or what? No, I ate some tuna and some grapes. Yuck! Mm. Oh, Gross. So um, such a heartbreaker. Oh, I, oh, it, and I was looking forward to it so much. Oh, it was just beautiful. We, uh, Patrick's ready. Well, let's go then. Kenny, will you do sea foam once Joe's done before we go to break? Yeah, this one's going to take a while, and it's beautiful. I'm going to need you guys more chili talk. That sounds involved. good. I'm rolling on a day like today. <laughs> I'm supposed to ask you something. I got a first comment on the chili. Yeah. <laughs> the, worst, the worst part of it is it was the first day of fall. Yep. And chili really rang the bell, didn't it? Day of fall, oh. where you chili, you kick off the chili season. Oh, with homemade so, chili. Royce is bringing <laughs> yeah. up something we were talking about off the air. So uh, if you're wondering what the hell we're talking oh, about. Oh, I dropped a bowl of chili. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't just. Oh, a... I thought that was that was a good radio bit. No, we were off the air. air. We were off the air. No. Yeah. yeah. And, and it wasn't just a. chili on the floor. Okay. Not a cruddy can of Hormel or, you know, canned um, chili. It was the real. This was deal. the real. Real. Deal. Real homemade stuff. Oh, yeah, she doesn't mess around with her chili. Oh, jeez. You know what I have discovered in my old age? We're not going to do steps that. again, are we? <laughs> no, no. About that stuff. Yeah. Your your grip is okay, but your grip is not as firm unless you make it more firm. You know. So the way I have no, you're grabbed right. stuff my yeah. whole life, I you know not with a big iron grip i'm dropping stuff all the time i can squeeze it hard enough if i remember that i should squeeze it harder than i have for the first 70 years of my life but uh well now i drop a lot of stuff just because i don't grip it hard well compounding this was the oven mitt gave me a poor grip yes the oven mitts are not because i was worried that the part of the oven grip was was in, was touching the chili right. and as i tried to pull mm-hmm. the oven mitt up out of the chili there she went oh. there she went mm-hmm. we have now this little frying pan that's the smallest one the one you can cook two eggs in right yeah i happen to get a big pan all uh you know but uh the handle gets cooked and i keep forgetting that more yeah. every pan i've ever had you yeah. can pick up the handle now yeah. this one you go and then you know what you do? Oh. You swear very loud. Yeah. Can I tell all, you something all, interesting? Is all through the house. Oh, no, right? can I tell you something interesting about that? I yeah. never uttered a word of profanity. Oh I, my! I, I was so stunned. I think I would have punched myself in the face. <laughs> yeah. Right. I would have been yeah. so upset yeah. with myself. I, I just huh? remained completely. There was no one around anyway. I remained mm-hmm. completely silent. 
<laughs> almost as staring though staring at the chili. Almost as though in just utter shock. But all you uh-huh. had, all you had was that chili. That's all I had. And now it's gone. And it's how's gone. the wife's homemade chili? Pretty damn good. It's the best because in the world. There's a lot of bad chili out of this, there. That was the morons. Yeah, we even have morons putting chicken in it. Oh, this was like this was this is that's why this I'm lamenting this so this was a taste <laughs> sensation. No, she puts sirloin in there. Yeah. It's not just ground beef. We don't put ground beef in right. it, baby. It's got sirloin in it. <laughs> this is a tragedy. I did eat one hunk of sirloin off the floor because I couldn't stand to let it go. <laughs> well, at least you could then go watch the twins, and that'd be exciting. Yeah. So that was good. So. Boy, what a swoon, huh? What a swoon. They had two hits last night. Yep. And if second base had been home plate, they still would have gotten beat four to one. Yep. <laughs> they, wow. they got one runner to second base at night. Pat, 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 how are we not to believe they've lost interest? It wasn't 10 days ago <laughs> they swept Kansas City. Now yes, they go to and, Kansas City and get swept. How are we to believe their hearts are in it? They're, well, not they're, not they're, not they're not in it. They're not in it. They're not in it. Now, they might get a break tonight because they might get rained out. Otherwise, Shohei Otani will pitch a no-hitter if he wants to. If he wants you to, know, you're right. Pitched, you're right. He's supposed to pitch for the eight. He might leave after seven, so it won't be an official no-hitter. But they have uh, – I heard a rumor that Correa won't be in the lineup today. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not sure if that's 100%. You take him out. Uh <laughs> They got, they got a twenty percent chance of getting one hit. That's right. <laughs> and Ote's got a fifty percent chance of hitting two home runs. Yes, yes, he does. I don't know. I don't know which one of our chuckers is on the hill, but Sonny Gray has packed it in. The uh, the local kid, uh, Var, uh, oh Louis Varlin. Varlin, Varlin, Varlin. Thank you. He's That'll throwing tonight. You know what I do? I if Louis's doing all right, don't 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 pull him after six. Let no, him go. No. Well, uh, when they pulled him in New York, it was five and a third. He was doing too well. They had to get him the hell out. Where's he from? Oh, North yeah. St. Paul? North St. Paul. And, they, and he had two aunts, mm-hmm. uh, the Barlin sisters, that were two of the great early uh, soft fast pitch softball pitchers. One of them, I believe, is in the Gopher Hall of Fame. Hmm. Uh, his, two, uh, his two aunts, his, son, his father... The legend has it that when he'd get a hit for like the North St. Paul Legion team and that drove in a run, he'd be identified as the brother of the two Marlin girls. <laughs> <laughs> he would uh, in the North St. Paul uh, paper out there. I so, want to see more yeah. of them. I'd let them go tonight. Let them pitch. This is fantastic. Yeah, yeah I don't think it's going to cost the boys the pennant. Uh, that's for sure. What a. Uh, I'm really worried about my friend uh, Suhan, though, the columnist. I'm wondering if he's into those THC gummies or what the hell's going on. He uh, he wrote this optimistic thing about 2023 today. I'm yeah. really worried. I, you know, uh, I, I um, know. You, sir, have no right to talk oh, that's about right. Kenny's got a anybody's optimism. I am really worried that you're back on the gin, Royce. What in the hell has happened to you? Was uh, are you referring to my my column about my old friend and Joe's buddy Harvey McKay? Yes, he what is. You about you? You're no. I, uh, who the hell are you? I don't know you. <laughs> you you really you <laughs> let me down, Patrick. You broke my heart, Kenny. Here's the deal. 
This is just between us guys. Hopefully nobody's listening. Right. Uh, <laughs> this was base. Okay. The Big Ten West is horrible, right? These guys got the best running back in the country. Michigan State has turned out to be not that good. There's a very good chance they're favored at Michigan State. I had to get out in front of the freight train here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been my last chance to get out in front of the freight train, but I did it in the best way I could by pretty much ignoring him for the 23 of the 25 inches of the column. Uh, where, where did I tell you the lead was? Right. Where did I tell you the lead was? Patrick, it was the last the line, last of, the line of the column was the lead. Yes, it was. And that's exactly, that was not unintentional. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. It's almost a Sid rule. You you yeah. had to you had to uh not you weren't setting up the loss. What 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 was the Sid rule when I it came to victory? Vic- yes. Setting up the victory. Setting up the victory. Yeah. Setting up the victory. But uh well, uh Joe, I know you wouldn't have wanted to been there, but my 80 minute uh, conversation with Harvey last month. I bet I got in at least two, three minutes. I would have thrown a hot bowl of soup in his face and left. <laughs> Gee whiz, well. Joe. Wow. Oh, I think he's a miserable cur. Really? And he's going to be 90. Don't back. And he's still making plans for the McKay Institute. No, God love you, Harvey. And I'm glad you're leading a long life. I'm, uh, but I, I have a, I don't have a soft spot for Harvey. I don't know. You should. Right. You should have a grudge. Right. That's, that's true. Yes. He engineered my departure from the Star Tribune. <laughs> Other than that, he's a hell of a guy. But yeah, I think you, well, you landed on your was, feet. I did. I did. Yeah. He was one B, I would say. Yeah. One A was one A he died a couple of years ago. Yeah. But who do you think was working on Sid? It was Harvey. Oh, no, no. Oh, yes, no, it was. No. Sid was uh, Sid was working on him all alone. You know, yeah. Sid uh, Sid suspected you the first day you walked into the the <laughs> newspaper and didn't know how to spell music, man. No, was, uh, I knew how. He didn't. <laughs> how the king? Why you didn't know how to spell music? Hey, horses! Who's, ass. who's this horse's ass? It looks like Neil Young. <laughs> looks like Neil Young. Uh, I no, spell music. Got a C or two Ks. No, the comment a couple of weeks ago when that old photo of you two surfaced and Royce said, "Look at this Nixon ripping lefty." Uh, whatever happened to him? <laughs> hey, you know what? Though I was at an event the other day, and uh, we all agreed, a bunch of old radio and sports guys that how less rich our lives would have been without Sydney to tell stories about and watch his goofy behavior and and play off him and stuff. It's uh, it's amazing how much of our lives was consumed with saying, Sid, shut the bleep up. (laughs) Well, I've always said the worst competitor I ever faced was a guy in my own paper. About it. Yeah. I've said I switched papers and it didn't change our relationship. Didn't change a damn One thing. No. no I, I was still that no good, miserable guy who would rip the Vikings when they got beat. You know. Speaking so, of the Vikings, let's not forget they lost to the Lions last year. Might that happen been, again? They should have been swept by the Lions. Might last that year. happen again Sunday? 
uh, it will be interesting to see if the defense uh, is uh, is fixable after that uh, fiasco in Philadelphia. Because uh, Detroit's apparently now the one thing Detroit doesn't have that uh, Philly did is the uh, the mobile quarterback. True. Uh, yeah. Jared Goff's an old-fashioned throw-the-ball quarterback, so uh, it, it might make things easier for them. But did you see my new hero of Vikingdom? Uh, we have all these guys out there saying it's all on me, but they won't tell us why it's all on them. The coaches and all that crap, you yeah. know, all that new age stuff. Yeah. And then the crusty old defensive coordinator today, Ed Donatello, well, the quotes were yesterday, and basically said, it wasn't my fault. Blame those I'll give you the one that I'll give you the one that drives me crazy. I don't know which Viking said it, but he said, uh, we didn't have any energy in Philadelphia. I wanted to say, why, why didn't you have energy? What do you mean? You didn't have any energy. Why in the hell were you there then? It was your second game in, uh, what, let's see, the last, and most of them didn't play any of the exhibitions. It was your, so it was your second game in, in uh, the months you've been out there. I think you should have been fully. They had to have National energy. TV. What National a bunch TV. of BS. I hate that. I, we didn't have any energy. Why? Yeah, they, Somebody they, needs they, to they, ask them why. No. Well, maybe they've been watching the Twins. I don't yeah. Know. Maybe that happened to them. You know what they needed? Do you want to feel so That's right. Yeah, they needed power thirst, baby. Uh, the Wild play as soon as this Sunday. They face Colorado. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. They show up, they skate around for about 20 minutes, and they're going to play an exhibition. And Kasparov will not talk about his summer in Russia. I'd like to know what he went through, but he won't tell us. Well, I think he's doing uh, it to protect his family. I think with mom and dad and yeah. all the relatives still there, uh, and uh, now a hundred I want a million of them being called into the army. Uh, he's probably not. Okay. With his money, can't he get the family out of there and move them all here? I uh, hear they were all trying to get a lot of people trying to get the hell out of there through any place they could. Uh, right. When, when, uh, when the idiot announced this, is somebody going to take care of him for us? God, I wish. I really wish. Oh, he's well padded. <laughs> Too many layers. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Just, you know, just we need Mitch Rap. Yeah, we do. Yeah, bring back Mitch. Somebody yeah. like that. Before you move on, Patrick and I were in discussions of this topic. The story of the week is in the NBA, and once again, undefeated. Undefeated. Patrick, yeah. is the coach you're talking about? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, Boston. Yeah. yeah, I was talking to somebody yesterday. They they got the coach, you know, like on the on the. On the anniversary of Gerson Rosas getting fired here, uh, they, they basically suspended this coach for a year. What's his name? The Celtics coach? Udoka or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But He had a hell of a year last know, year. I was coach. talking to him. You, you know who wouldn't be successful in the NBA front office these days? Hmm. Donald Draper. I, don't, I know the name, <laughs> but I don't know Drake. Oh, that Mad guy. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John, yeah. John he wouldn't have lasted 20 minutes. <laughs> no, well, fill me in here, guys. Uh, what happened? The uh, head coach of the Boston Celtics has been suspended for the entire 2022-23 season. Inappropriate but consensual relationship with another member of the uh, of the. Um, oh, an in-house well, romance. Why was it inappropriate? 
Well, his uh, wife and kids probably. Oh, have I didn't to know say he was had a family. Yeah. Oh. And, well, no. Plus, if you're someone, if you have a position of higher authority, right? I, I believe that these days you are deemed to be using that influence. Yeah, Joe. Like you wouldn't be able to sleep oh. with any of us. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. Let me, <laughs> let me ask the God. question, everybody. <laughs> Gerson, Gerson uh, was had the uh, same problem here. Yeah. Well, the question everybody's uh, asking, though, um, me included, what do I know about the wife? I mean, do can we blame him for this, or is <laughs> you know maybe maybe? Yeah. Uh... Well, up there in Alexandria, oh. you might be able to. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kenny, you might be able to get away with that. <laughs> and, and maybe she's like Not at the in point, Boston. Maybe she's yeah. the wife is at the point Such and I are at where. We don't care, and yeah. we actually encourage it. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, the bad thing about Gerson's whole deal was that when they introduced him, they had ran his little twins up there to sit on his lap. They were about four then, I would say. Mm-hmm. And it was going to say, we don't have that evil, grouchy bachelor uh, Tom Thibodeau anymore. We got this wonderful family man with these young children running around and then yeah a year and a half later goodbye girls yeah they call that bad optics that's bad pat if you were intending to go to the game tonight i don't know if you were uh but i am going to the game tonight yes not looking good for rain though no i was gonna say i think you'll get the game in that just i'm an amateur meteorologist i'm just suggesting you'll get the game in Oh, I was very hopeful they'd get rained out so were they (laughs) i'll talk to you monday all right. Very yeah. good. Thank you very much. Right. And we'll return shortly with a scramble. But Wait, first, but first, we're going to bunga bunga. I've got a email here we need to work our way through and I need everybody to get out their pens and papers. I have my pencil ready calculator. Uh, and it's from our guy Howard. He's a GLer. We hear from him quite a bit. He did the seafoam top engine cleaner on two of his cars and the uh, the first one is the one that uh, interests me. It was a large SUV. Um Pre-procedure, his miles per gallon was 18.5. So he did this thing where you pull the air cleaner off, right? And you spray an entire can of top engine cleaner into the carburetor or the injector body, whatever, the intake. Yep. After that, post-procedure, his miles per gallon was 19.2. He averages 10,000 miles a year. Here's where I need your help. Matthew, you paying attention? Yep. It looks like that's you're zoned a, that's out. A, no, it's a difference of 0.7. Okay. Uh, ten, at 10,000 miles per year at 18.5, how many gallons of fuel is he burning annually? 70,000. No, it's a division uh, equation. Oh, 541. Oh. Post-procedure, 19.2 miles per gallon, 521 gallons. So annually, he's saving... 20 gallons of fuel a lot of people would say nah no big deal but then you start doing the math 20 gallons at 3.74 per gallon is 7480 yep the can of seafoam cost howard eight dollars and 86 cents good investment a net savings after you figure in the cost of the can of $65.94 that'll get you lunch someplace that's that's what you get with mileage Never mind the fact that you don't have to bring that thing into the shop. 
So you're not looking at a two to $2,000 repair bill. So the amount of money that one $8.86 can of seafoam, the amount it can save you is astounding. And that's why we always preach the glory of seafoam. It's a wonderful, wonderful product. It's available everywhere. You won't have to drive around town looking for it. And it's just a wonderful product in a world of bad gas. Chris? You're done. Sorry. This will be the last segment. That's fine. I just got a Hofferman and then we're... I'm saving this other stuff till Monday. Hofferman. Speak a little slower in your Hofferman ad. Okay. When, when do the uh, garage door ads start? Uh, next week. Rob has got somebody from that organization uh, sending me an estimate. Nice. Do you need a, the whole thing replaced? I need two doors, nine by seven doors, and two openers. Nice. Maybe it will rain tonight. Who's going to the Jordan Hubman football varsity homecoming no, I'm game? I'm not. I can't. I Working. can't. Such. Um, so did you see the Mary Morority? Morority. Yes, I did, Kenny. Did any of that strike you as being genuine? No. This is the complete opposite of what she was saying as little as, I don't know, six months ago. Well, she did give herself away, though, with one line. And that line was... Uh, I mean, she comes off as being tough on crime mm-hmm. and criminals. When we, it's she's, not. She said something about she wouldn't. She's uh, she's uh, sympathetic to uh, people with marijuana stopped by the police. Right, like and that. one of her cases yeah. went to uh, the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. That was a racial thing because, it, and she might be right about that. Where the black folks smoking weed get the entire book thrown at them, and white folks caught smoking weed get sent on their way. But she does say, as Hennepin County Attorney, I will def- I will depend on good police work to successfully prosecute those responsible for violent crimes. Two points: she's going to weigh the measure of the police first, and that it's only got to be a violent crime before she take action. Right? She'd let you live in a vacant house. And then the other one on the uh, op-ed page, the counterpoint, Minneapolis must walk. I can't read that beat. Bike. It's way out of the climate. I just can't crisis. believe these it's people more, that buy this crap. More more people trying to engineer our lifestyles. Oh, it's just pathetic. I couldn't read it. I couldn't read it. <laughs> it's just so, it's so ridiculous. Who reads that and goes, yeah, yeah. A lot of people. That's the problem. Yeah. Let's go. You ready? Yep. <clears throat> what are you doing today anyway? That's so pressing. I got to write. Oh. You put it off yesterday. Yep. What are you writing about? I don't know. That's You the should bad write part. about me. Write about. That's what's keeping them up at night. Write about the chili debacle. Yeah. Drop chili. But how do you put a spin on that that... The heartbreak. You could bury the lead. Yeah. Tie and fall. Do something to bury yeah. the lead. The heartbreak of expectation. Tell the long, long story and then drop a bomb for the last line. 
and then don't let come your headline, on do it don't let your headline writers give it away how do you spell chili <laughs> so sad you they got should. one L or two. You, you should absolutely chi- do that. Seriously. You mean chili in the bowl or chili outside? Have you, fun. Have got fun a with of it. Options. Let them in. We've you know, all, because you know why? We've all been there. We've all done something like that. Maybe I will because the, my only other options are to continue to demean the city. No. <laughs> no. I mean, Give them something fun. We're going chili. Yep. Do it. We're going to go chilly. I can't wait to see the responses. I guarantee you're going to get a touch. So every, every one of us has done that. What's the moral going to be? What's the, what's the. Don't the, bleep the, with Uncle Terry when he's been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, that's awesome. All right. We ready? You've got to turn it into an analogy of some sort. Uh, don't cry over spilt chili. Hmm. No, you just leave it to me there. So okay, I'll take care of it. <laughs> I got, got her from here. You, got her, you know, we are we're the ideas department. <laughs> yeah. Joe's got her. <laughs> are we ready? I think so. Okay, it's scramble time, bro. I'll say, I thought it was Offerman water time. It is, it's always Offerman water time. Boy, I could use them up here. There's poison in my well. So. Gotta wait. Gotta let them finish. It's the scramble! Another satisfied customer. I got a great email from Dennis Reavers. Thank you so much for turning me on to Hofferman Water. Had the drinking water system installed a week ago. Hey, so did I. Uh, thank you very much for turning me on to Hofferman Water. Excellent professional customer service, and I completely agree. Hofferman Water is an independent water treatment dealer, and I have been a customer for, boy, one, two, three, four, seven years now. They offer sales, service, and rental for Connecticut water treatment systems. That includes water softeners, iron, rust, and odor filtration systems, and, of course, just like Dennis, drinking water systems. And that's because a new system from Connecticut can do so many things that other softeners simply cannot do. It's going to cut down on your salt usage, but it's also going to protect your appliances. That's because bad water is terrible and it can affect almost every aspect of your home. Once you get that new system, your showers are better, your laundry is better, and of course, not to mention your drinking water. So get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today. I have been a proud customer of Hofferman for years now, and I know that you will be too. Give them a call, 952-894-4040, or visit their website at hoffermanwater.com, 952-894-4040. Hoffman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Love to know you heard about them on GL. Uh, I just want to say that I think Minneapolis now has a handle on its crime problem because they've been give, they've they've given it a name, <laughs> Operation Endeavor. Dun, it sounds dun, like dun, they're trying dun. to get to Venus or something. <laughs> Operation Endeavor. You know what? They do, they they'll never solve it because they can't address the problem. No, they can't admit the problem. They can't address it. It's, Giving uh, it a name does what? It, it's further nonsense. They, they can't they can't uh, address the problem, which is uh, poorly raised children. They just can't do it. Here we the go. The kind of moral and ethical integrity. This is focused on what is the paramount issue in our city right now. You can't Safe. address that, little guy. Safety is not. Whoa, what was that? I what? don't know. 
what does the phrase, and I, I saw it used a number of times in the op-ed piece today by Mary Moriarty. She uses the uh, phrase data-driven solutions. We right. need there, more... there is no such thing. Yeah, we need more accountability, more safety in our streets, more trust and cooperation between police and community. Well, she's we... not the one to get it for you. We need more data-driven solutions. Because these people can't address the real problem. What the hell is that? It is. It's nonsense. It's boilerplate. It's made up BS. They can't address the problem. It Operation. goes against their agenda. They just can't do it. Operation Endeavor. Operation Endeavor. Give it a name. It solves all the problems. So did, we brought this up before the show started. Did you guys see the report of the gentleman who was apprehended on the U of M campus for faking that he had a bomb on yeah. him? No. I did not see that. Well, here's your problem in a nutshell. This is on campus. Uh, his last name was Amin. I believe he was of Somalian descent. Mm -hmm. First of all, the initial reports didn't name him. All the news outlets didn't really name him. And I think that that's probably standard procedure. This guy was roaming campus, mm -hmm. taking photos of young women. Mm -hmm. And uh, how, how should I say this? He was uh, conducting himself in a very disgusting manner. Mm -hmm. What, did he whip it out? Possibly. Mm. Wow. And uh, he's checking his uh, gender. And everyone is so, is, is, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but that's your city in a nutshell right now. The reason I'm not giving Operation Endeavor any time on the show is because there's nothing to discuss. They're just continuing to go down the wrong road. Right. There's nothing to say. Here. Right. You people can't admit the problem. Endeavor. Alpha News, by the way, is now reporting that Attorney General Keith Ellison, Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry, U.S. Representative Ilhan Omar, Minnesota Senator Omar Fateh, and Minneapolis Council Member Jeremiah Ellison have all received donations from defendants in the Feeding Our Future $250 million really? fraud case. I'm sure Got to get have. it back. Wow. Mm -hmm. Got to give it back to whom? That Keith to Ellison is a, is a joke. As a yeah. joke as an attorney general. Yeah. Only because they come to us all the way from Marlith Park in Mpumalanga, South Africa, from the traveling linemen at WorldwideWaftage.com. It was on this day in 1857. Joe, today is September 23rd. Wow. In a homemade balloon for a project called Operation Endeavor, William Marcoux, lip, get it? Operation Endeavor. Get it? Wait a minute. That was the crime thing in Minneapolis. I was making a funny. Oh, I thought that was a I terrible you coincidence. You people might be dumber than a mud fence. I thought, well, wow, that's an odd coincidence. <laughs> Brooke, you fell for it, too. I did, too. Wow. wow. Operation Endeavor. You know what it was? Timing. In a homemade balloon, William Marcoux lifted off from St. Paul. I'm seeing the wizard, though, trying to get back yeah, to Omaha. Right, right. You know? Kansas. Kansas, wherever he was. In a homemade balloon, William Marcoux lifted off from St. Paul and landed near Cannon Falls in Minnesota's first balloon ascension. A second flight on October 8, a feature of a territorial fair, reached White Bear Lake. Where the Marcoux, by the way, is a long-standing name. I wonder if it dates back to this clown that got in the balloon. Marcoux? Marcoux, yeah. On this day in 1862... Wait, 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 wait. What date? Was that 1863? What? The balloon? The last one. Yeah. The balloon was 1857. 
How do you spell Marco? M-A-R-K-O-E. Okay. All right. Because I, I thought there was a tie between the guy that invented the Zeppelin and that event. I know nothing about I don't know anything about that. We'll take some research. On this day in 1862, soldiers under General Henry H. Sibley defeated Dakota warriors in the Battle of Wood Lake in Yellow Medicine County. Although this battle traditionally marked the end of the U.S.-Dakota War, Sibley and General Alfred Sully would undertake punitive expeditions against the Dakota the following year. And finally, on this day in 1897, 923, the library of the Ramsey County Medical Society is established when Dr. Edward Beckman donated the profits from his development of an improved method of preparing cat gut for surgical use. What? So, he, in other words, he invented stitches or something, mm. and he got a few bucks, and he said, let's have a library for the medical society. That's that's what happened on this day. Okay. Uh, 923. On, on eight, in 1897. Thank Count, you, GLers. Count Ferdinand von Zeppelin of dirigible fame made his first flight in the North Star State and was thereby inspired to embark on his long career as an inventor and aer aer aeronaut. aeronaut. Mm -hmm. So he was here in 1863. He was at Fort Snelling. He went up in a balloon. I'll be damned. And from that point forward, he was obsessed with flight. Yeah. I bet there's a balloon podcast that you could find i bet there is and you'd go to pod mn on your smartphone oh wouldn't boy you? wouldn't you yeah. go to pod mn on your smartphone i don't know reavers are not paying attention that's to anything. because we have a bit of breaking news oh. here um this is according to glenn beck's website the blaze media it is now being uncovered that historic levels of fraud the u.s government now admits that scam artists stole listen to this oh god 45.6 billion dollars in pandemic unemployment benefits 45.6 and how we're billion. done how much of those dollars went overseas to our enemies hello <laughs> it's brian from the shop i want out of here okay. i gotta get going well Leave that on a positive note, huh? 45, I'm sure we'll address that Monday. $45.6 billion. Holy mackerel. So, Joe, whose money is that? That's got to be, that, that. that's money that people generated from the government, right? That's that's not our money. It's the government's money. Oh, it's their money. Yeah. Okay, so we have nothing we'll to worry about. Print right? some more. Print more. You don't just get some it. more. Yes. Holy crap. Well, that would make me want to go to YouTube and subscribe to Garage Logic. Sure would, Rook. You know, other than that. Don't forget to sign up for that newsletter, by the way, too, at garagelogic.com. How do we do that? Just go to garagelogic.com, submit your email, bing, bang, boom. You're in. Copy. Copy that. Do we get everything? Cover everything? Hot MN, yeah. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, it's all there. I tell it. you about my latest book in the newsletter. Cha. The one I'm reading. The one I read. <laughs> $45.6 billion. I got to quickly give you the roundup here. Oh, yeah. Just let me save this. Give me 30 seconds. And then I'll be ready for you. Operation Endeavor. What a bunch of BS. G.O. Operation Endeavor. G.O. Uh, what is today? Today is Friday. 
All right, I am ready for you. With nothing but Democrats in control in Minnesota. Did you say with or we, with? With nothing okay. but Democrats in control in Minnesota. From libraries to the governor's office. From libraries to the governor's office. Comma. We wonder how much money has really been stolen. Question mark. Mm -hmm. No, no, no question mark. Really? Mm -hmm. We wonder how much money has really been stolen? Oh, all right. Uh, the Air Force goes woke. Period. Yeah. Okay. Uh, St. Paul Library's hosting a drag. What do they call those things? Drag show. A drag show for kids as young as preschool. Or should I say set to host? Set to host. A drag story hour. Okay. That's what they're called. Drag story hours. Let's see. Pardon? Roycey. Patrick Roycey Sports, and see you later. Might as well do the chili, huh? Oh, that's, that'd be great. A little light touch for a change. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so I gotta send that to Josh. Oh, yeah, what am I going to propose? Hmm. This Zeppelin thing here is pretty interesting. <clears throat> I know you don't like citing his website, but... Right? Yeah. No, Bex. Yeah, I don't mind. Oh, I thought, okay. I thought for some reason you... Uh, what I do is when I get a story off his website, I always try to find it somewhere else. Got it. That's what it was. Given that he's a competitor, why give him credit? Right. Okay, Broski. You out of here already, Brad? Go write that shit. <laughs> it even involved a trip to the hardware store to get a new mop. You had to go get a new mop? Yeah. What's wrong with your other mop? Oh. Um. I don't care about a house mop. Rod mops gotta stay clean. God, this is nine pages long. Why don't I just email this to me? Wow. I'm getting so angry reading this. I gotta stop. Welfare check. Male with a nine year nine month old child told the nine one one caller the child was for sale. How much? The white male with blonde slash green hair then handed off the child to a native 
female in pink leggings. Cedar mini, haha. Now at Taco Bell. I mean, these people are just roaming amongst us. Wait a minute. Cedar at Minnehaha. Those two don't cross. That's right over here, isn't it? They kind Yeah, it's that of... intersection, right, where that Taco Bell is. Because that's how I would leave here to go to Elevated. You know how it gets all wonky, like where that pawn shop is and stuff in that area? The pawn shop that burned down? Is yeah, but they run parallel to each other. Anyway. <clears throat> Did Matthew leave? Uh, no, his stuff's still here. I'll post the alpha thing since I mentioned it at the end. We talked about the food fraud thing. Let's talk about it another day. Kenny was looking for you. Oh. Brasconi. Man punched flight attendant in the back of the head when she wouldn't serve him coffee. Not a good reason to uh, nope. hit someone. The troubling part is I'm watch I watched the video this morning. Yeah. Not one person in the flight stood up. One guy was recording it, obviously, because it went. Why, why wouldn't someone stand up? Sit down. Shut up. Right. Shut you're, your. You're making. You're mouth. making my. You're now impeding on my time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Are you stopping? <sighs> hey, uh, Matthew. Are you stopping? Oh. Hang oh. tight. Okay. Sorry. No, you're good. What's up? 